Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Forgiveness is the key to happiness. Yeah, really? Hi, I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're excited to welcome you to an episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share ideas, techniques, thoughts, and tools that we all need. We all deserve. You, I, everyone. To turn our house into a home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. Yes. Forgiveness. Forgiveness, it just might be the way to freedom. And freedom? is for everyone if you want it. So on this episode, you're going to learn that forgiveness, if you can step into it, it actually can be painful to step into, that you'll actually be freer, happier, and more joyful on the other side. Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, have you ever had that where you, you know, maybe had a disagreement with someone or they hurt you and you avoid them? Yeah. Uh-huh. You have? Vo- yeah. You mean you didn't forgive? Not right away. You didn't forget? Not right away. Not right away. Nope. Does it take does time allow you to forget and forgive? Nope. Not usually. Nope, not not nope. nope, not nada. Typically, at least my personal experience has been, and maybe you can relate to this too. There was a time when I would hold on to things for just a little bit longer because I felt like it weren't nice what you'd done. Not you specifically, but maybe Ken. <laughs> maybe you weren't nice oh, what you done. Yes, that happened frequently. Uh-huh. Yes. It's happened. In the it's... first nine years of our marriage. Yeah. And so I would hang on to it. And maybe you've had that experience too, where you know we have a tendency to think, I'll get even. Oh. Um <laughs> Okay, am I the only one? Yeah, justice is mine. Right. Saith. Not yet anymore. (laughs) Not yet anymore. Right, not yet anymore. And yet, have you ever found yourself kind of hanging on to it just a little bit tighter and a little bit longer? And the longer you hang on to it, it's not like time did the heavy lifting and made you feel better. It's more like the longer hung on to it. Mm, You kind of watered it and the roots grew in. Yeah. Like ugly roots. Yeah. Ugly roots. Right. And so... It didn't help. And so then what really... happened when you went to like a party or something <laughs> and that person was there? Well, one of a couple of things. One is, I wasn't ready to deal with it. It was, how do I get out of here fast? I ain't even going to go in. I see their car out there. Maybe we can just leave. We don't need to be here. This is not important. Not probably the right attitude. I'm not saying I'm always all that. <laughs> I make lots of mistakes. <laughs> so... I would leave or to me, you're always all that. Honey. Oh, thank you. Thank you're you. Welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> what I would sometimes do is just make sure I didn't catch their eye. They're in the room and I wasn't ready to address the issue. I, and maybe the party wasn't the right place to address the issue and I couldn't put it past me because I was hanging on to something that I had no business hanging on to. Mm-hmm. So there was no freedom. For me to even be comfortable in that space, which otherwise probably would have been a very comfortable space for me to be. Yeah. You know what? I just realized I'm going to be authentic here. 
And you haven't been up till uh, now? Well, you know, when the thought comes to you and it's not in what we're, we're going to talk about, but it just comes to you and then you go, okay, okay, I'll say it, I'll say it. And maybe it's bad. But one of the things when I knew somebody had a problem with me, and maybe it was because I, I should have maybe gone and se- seeked forgiveness, but I knew they had a problem with me. And I would extra smile at them. I would say, I'd go out of my way to say hello. Was that bad? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Because it isn't authentic, but it's probably better than avoidance. Yeah. Is it? I was trying to be the bigger person, but maybe being the bigger person would have been to actually apologize. Yeah, just seek what's going on. Because somehow when all that stuff is gone, I'm just simply friendlier without putting it on, without fake that. Yeah, that's the right word. (laughs) Fake. Did you call me fake? I did. Yeah, without faking it. I put the mask on. Right. And just a big smiley mask. Do you ever put the big smiley mask on? I've done that. Actually, you have a mask that's got a big smile on it. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you put that on when you're not smiling underneath. I've done that a time or two. And so have you ever found yourself putting on a smiley mask, a smiley face that isn't authentic? And really, I think people feel us more than they uh, see us sometimes. So you probably aren't fooling anybody. And so therefore, you're not you're living captive rather than free. If, whether it's a smile or whether it's a frown or whether it's an avoidance, am I calling you out? Is this one like this is not a fun episode? <laughs> And yet it's essential. Yeah, I'm not having fun. No, I know, because you just called yourself out. Are, are we having fun yet? And so, yet what the fun is on the other side. The friendlier, the kinder, the freer to be me is on the other side of looking hmm. that thing square in the face. And the quicker I do it, the less pain I've hung on to them. The less bound I've been, the less... Tight yeah. and angry and captive I've been. And sometimes the person that we need to forgive <laughs> may not live near us or may not even be living anymore. Mm. And sometimes that forgiveness is so freeing. Yes, right? Yeah. yeah. And I've seen families where oh. the family is torn apart mm. because somebody did something, somebody said something, whatever. And sometimes, they don't even remember what happened. They just remember that we don't talk to them anymore or we don't go see them or we don't call them on their birthday and we don't whatever, you know, Christmas because they're no longer part of the family. We kind of like, or we said, no, we're going to be outside of the family. And it breaks my heart that Mm. there isn't forgiveness there on whichever side or both sides so that there can be reconciliation. Right. And it's, I don't think any of us ever go out looking to hold on to bitterness or to hold on to an unforgiveness or seeking to be held bound or unhappy or angry. I don't think we're looking for that. It's kind of almost like it finds us unless we're really, really intentional to maintain our freedom to maintain our joy, mm. to maintain the ease of relationship. doesn't mean it's easy. I've had many a conversation that was uncomfortable and yet so worth it. Like so worth it. 
Can you think of anybody even right now where you're thinking, you know, it's not a big bad thing. I don't even really know what happened. Or maybe it's a big bad thing and you know exactly what happened. <laughs> and yet you're thinking, I'm not enjoying myself as much as I could be. I'm not as joyful. I snap a little bit more. If that person's around, I know I'm a little more, well, maybe a lot more, maybe a little more intense. And you're thinking, I'm done with it. I'm done with holding myself captive because they didn't actually do it to you. The captivity part is your yeah, own doing. It's yeah. your own doing. Yeah, for and sure. And so if you're thinking, I'm done with it, can you think even right now of someone, maybe one people, maybe two people, maybe five people? One people? Yeah, one people. <laughs> one people. <laughs> yeah, one people. And maybe two people or three or four or five that you're just thinking, you know what, my life would be freer. And I'm giving them a gift of a freer life as well that you could reach out to. This is a charge this time because this is a, I'm going to say heavy topic and yet the lightest topic known to mankind because it gets light when you release the forgiveness and you seek and give. So who do you think of that you're going to reach out to, you're going to reach out to? today you might not even have to reach out to them because mm -hmm. they might not even know they've done anything right you may just need to forgive them mm -hmm. health reasons to forgive there might be just be too many to count uh-huh we've created for you over 423 episodes of the inside track where we share not only all the stuff about real estate but all the stuff about making your house home, about thriving in your space and having harmony in life exponential. So you get exactly what you need when you need it from the comfort of your home, office, or on the go. Yeah. So really, health can improve when you forgive. Yeah. It really can. Mm -hmm. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the root of for. <laughs> the root of forgiveness is what I want to say, <laughs> but really what we're going to chat about is the root of bitterness and how it can lead to a really unhealthy body. Uh, yeah. Disease. 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 Dis-ease. Dis yeah. It's very important to cut that in two. Dis-ease. Right. Because when you're- In ease, you typically are healthier. Absolutely. The calmer I am, the healthier I am. Hmm. And you talked about a root of yeah. forgiveness. That's kind of a weird, and I know it was kind of like a faux pas, like it was not really meant to be said, it was meant to be the root of bitterness. Yeah. But what if forgiveness took root in your life yeah. and you forgave everyone who ever hurt you? And the, the reality is people don't do things to you typically. Typically, they do things for themselves because they're selfish, and then that may in turn hurt you. Mm -hmm. It certainly has happened to me. Maybe it's happened to you. And sometimes I've been the one that's hurt someone because I have done what felt good to me and it didn't feel good to someone else. Mm. Right? So it's not like we're saying you're the evil one. Sometimes I'm the one that messes up and causes pain for someone else. And yet, whether it be I or you, if we hang on to it, our body, even if we kind of like convince ourselves it's not a problem, like logically, in our head, in our thinking, our body is keeping score. Your body is keeping score.
Have you ever thought about the impact of your unforgiveness on your actual physical body? Oh, oh, oh. Pick me, pick me. I can remember a time. I can too. It was uh, a colleague and we had a disagreement in business and they wrote the most venomous, um, cursing email to me that I've ever, never been spoken to that way in my life. And I harbored it and it created stress in me. It created, uh, my blood pressure was high and I kept thinking it. And then I would reread it and I go, why would I reread it? That's ridiculous. And then I felt like, oh, I want to get vengeance or I want to send it to our governing body or Because it was something. out of line. Oh, it's totally out of line. But the point is, how do I take that? I can take it in and let it grow and water it. You did. Yes, I did for a while. And then I decided, you know what? I'm not going to keep it in my drawer anymore just in case I wanted to send it in and write a complaint. I just shredded it. And that's a great analogy. Like shred it out of my mind. Start praying. I started praying for that person because of the hurt that they must have in their life to be able to speak that way to somebody. Right. And yet what had happened to you before you shredded it, and I never read it. I said, I don't want to see it. I, don't I wanted need... you to read it. I know. And I said, no, thank you. <laughs> like it isn't going to add value to my life or yours if I am on the same page with you around that. Right. And yet what happened to you physically? This is the part about dis-ease because everything else was going great in our life. Our marriage was good. Our kids were thriving. Our grandkids were doing great. Like our business was doing super. We had super friendships. Like it's not as though our whole life was falling apart. In fact, it was in amazing harmony. There was this one person that was angry, angry at you and Mm -hmm. let you know it via an email, not even face to face. No. And what happened to your being? I don't know. What happened to my being? Do you remember your blood pressure? Yeah, I said that already. But going through the roof to the point that you got on medication? It's not a laughing matter. Like, I don't know why it's so funny. Because everything's funny in life when you look back at it and how you overreacted to something. And yet it actually (laughs) took your body out of the game. Yeah. You were red in the face. I'm always red in the face. More red. And angry. People think I'm blushing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> not blushing, Mm-mm, just a ready complexion. And yet you didn't necessarily see the cost. I think the point of this conversation mm. is- Not so retrospectively. You don't see the cost when, you're, when you don't forgive. And forgiving required me to understand um, maybe the emotional trauma he's had or, or is in the middle of, and also to pray for him. As soon as I started to pray for him, all the anger, all the hurt washed away. Which is the supernaturally. Way, right. Have you ever experienced that where you're just so bound up in something that it's actually taking your body out of the game and then come to the realization that maybe it's not worth it and you let it go? And then you can't believe that everything works better. That you're, you know, 
for some I've heard they they get weight gain, weight gain, weight loss, like or some pretty debilitating diseases. Mm. Yeah, because I could eat my way when I'm hurt. I could eat out of hurt. Mm-hmm. 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 So it's kind of like the way I think of it. It's kind of like drinking poison and expecting the other person to to get poisoned. Because unforgiveness is simply that. It's poison to your body. It mm-hmm. is Yeah, unforgiveness only hurts yourself. Only hurts you. Doesn't hurt anybody else. Yeah. And I remember you had a picture on your wall for a decade. What I did. Was, it was a hand-drawn picture. I know. It was a beautiful I'll picture. It, well, I'll call it a facsimile of what it should have been. <laughs> right. But it was a plate. It was a plate of food. And I had my meat on the plate and I had my vegetables on the plate. Yeah, I still eat some meat. It was fish. And then <laughs> I had some... Um, sweet potato fries on my plate because that's like a favorite thing for me some peas and it was a full plate of food there was a little bit of space off to one side that didn't have anything on it and so what was there was just a tiny pin drop of poison sitting on my wall that i stared at for a decade i still have it it hasn't gone anywhere and what that reminded me was that even a little bit of unforgiveness I wouldn't eat the food on that plate if there was even a speck of poison on it. So why on earth am I allowing my body and my being to consume the poison of unforgiveness? Mm. So there's a real peace, uh, a shalom that comes, that happens when your heart is healed through forgiveness. It actually brings joy back into your life. And let your body do the healing that it was meant to do because your body's actually the most amazing mm. healer ever. As long as you're not hanging on to stuff, it helps yes. a lot. So Lewis B. Smeads mm. said to forgive is to set a prisoner free and to discover that the prisoner was you. What if it's your turn to actually ask for forgiveness? Mm. Is it your turn? Okay, so the good news is I'm not answering that right now because we've enjoyed for (laughs) over 31 years of helping people, not only helping people buy and sell real estate, helping people flourish in their relationships, which is kind of what this one's all about, where they can strengthen, heal and move beyond where they thought was probably possible, build wealth kind of comes out of that one, actually. So we're just so grateful that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you and just help you grow in your life, both at home and in business. Mm. You know what happened for me was when I was growing up as a little one, Mm -hmm. a little one, can you imagine me as a little one? Yeah. When I did did something that was considered bad, yeah. You know, maybe I hurt someone's feelings or I right. accidentally hurt somebody or I mm-hmm. broke something being careless or rambunctious. Um, I would always be told to say sorry. And how nicely would you say it? I'd go. I'd put my face down so I didn't make eye contact and I'd go, sorry. I'm sorry. Especially if it was my brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> that sounds really apologetic. So on this episode, you're <laughs> going to learn the simple method or the simple step or the impact of the simple step really of forgiveness. Yeah, because many, many people say they're sorry 
few actually take it all the way and ask for forgiveness for mm-hmm. what they're sorry for. And there's such a distinction. And we didn't know the distinction. There was a time where that kind of I sorry that Ken shared a minute ago, <laughs> I'm sorry, not sorry. sorry. That's not what I said. I said, I'm sorry. Yeah, but really the body language and the tone was saying, I'm sorry, not sorry. Or sometimes I'd say sorry with an excuse. Yeah, that's the best. That's not a sorry, sorry, is it? No, that's like the worst ever. And yet once we learned the five steps, it changed everything. And yet we're going to take you painfully (laughs) down, down a little memory lane because maybe you can relate to, maybe this isn't your exact story. Maybe you're way more grown up and mature in your behavior and you're asking for sorry than we've been. Yeah. And, and you know what we found with helping couples and helping ourselves, because the only reason Mm -hmm. we can help other couples through some relational things is because we went through them all. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. And it's not just about couples. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking about I'm not a couple or I don't have any struggles with my couple or my other part of my partnership, this stuff applies whether we're talking business and we've done another episode where it was a business conversation. Mm. This applies to kids. This applies to friends. This could apply in any relationship. Right. We just happen to have a lot of marriage related a lot of experience in this Mm -hmm. area so one thing that i noticed was whenever i would do something and maybe it would be similar to a problem i did before something i maybe needed to ask for forgiveness before my lovely bride would get historical not hysterical like so not well Well, okay sometimes i got hysterical too but mostly what i got was really historical Remember the time. Or you never, ever take the garbage out. No, no, you always talk to me like that. Ah, always. Right? So it's, I would get historical. And there was, I learned not to say never and always. So I grew up. And yet there was still a sense of, at times, where I would replay the incident that had occurred previously. Not now. Previously, it could have been five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or longer. And on top of that, there can be things that trigger, maybe Mm -hmm. not even the same event happening, Mm -hmm. but something that reminds you of the event, whether it would be a smell or a sound. One that comes to mind is eating potato chips. Right. Potato chips are a problem in my world. I need to be in a calm state if Ken's going to eat a bag of potato chips. Unless, like, if there's a movie on, I can take it because the crunch isn't (laughs) insane. And yet, and this is like 40 years ago. We were newly married, and we were in the car together. And the great news in being in the car with a man that doesn't talk a lot and a woman that does like to talk a lot and hear him think is he was held captive. He had to talk to me because we were in the car together. And he chose not to. And instead, he chose to eat potato chips. I was trying to stay awake. So I'd munch them very slowly. <laughs> like that. Right. The smell, if you ever smell potato chips when you didn't want they any. They smell delicious. Uh, horrid, right? Like just so horrid. And so that would trigger even when nothing was wrong. Well, because something went wrong in the car. Yeah, yeah. That day. Yeah, yeah. What went wrong, Yetta? 
We don't have to talk about that part. Oh, absolutely. All right. So I got really mad <laughs> and we drove five hours. We got to five, six hours, I guess. We got to his brother's house and his bride's house and Ken got the suitcase out and I slid over from the passenger side to the driver's side and drove away for several days. <laughs> um, it wasn't embarrassing at all for me in front of my brother. <laughs> It's they didn't like me already much, so I just sealed the deal, <laughs> as you might say. Anyway, that incident just sat so deep. So we worked through it. We've forgiven each other. We even did the forgiveness, the proper process. By the way, I think they like you now. I think they do. Yeah. I think I think we've they've come around. And I've I gotten a little nicer. You, I know I it's me that's come, come around. around. That's the secret. I, know. I knew that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so I've come around, which means they've come around. And yet those things can cause us to be historical. So if you ever catch yourself being historical, I might challenge you to think about why you're being historical. Because it may be that there's unres- unresolved forgiveness which is why the simply whole forgiveness method, which is like five simple little steps, will totally undo that and you won't be thinking about it again. Mm. It'll be gone and gone and done. You know, that tool is probably one of the most powerful tools Mm -hmm. that I've ever used and created. We created that together. Yeah, because of necessity. Out of necessity. Have you ever created something out of necessity? Yeah, like desperation necessity. Because I suspect we wouldn't have been together if we hadn't figured this piece out, this singular piece. And there was a couple, well, many couples that we've met, but probably the one that was the most profound for us Mm. was we met a couple once. And they in Belize, Belize, and they had heard from other people at this conference that at the previous financial conference, we had spoken on marriage and healthy relationship. And so they caught up to us and said, would you talk to us? Would you help us? Because when we get home, we are getting a divorce. And how many years ago was that? Over 10. Over 10? Mm-hmm. Over 10. I'm going to say yeah. it was about 12 years ago. And we invited them into our hotel room and we had a quick unpacking, told them mm-hmm. about our story and where we'd come from, mm-hmm. and then walked them through a little forgiveness. Just, just the, the tool. Steps. The five step. Yeah. This five tool, five step tool of forgiveness. And they actually applied it. They and, actually did it in front of us, a piece of yeah. it. And then and, they did it all night. And mm-hmm. then the next day we saw them holding hands, walking down the beach. Which was freaky. And they pulled us aside to explain the impact of just going through the steps with sincerity and authentically and knowing what to say and how to do it. It Mm. was just a very simple process. And now they run marriage courses at their church 10 years later. It's beautiful. Yeah, they're thriving. And we've had the chance to go visit them because they don't live in our area and they're thriving. And so so this tool can do it. Yes. And so if you want this tool, Uh you might want this tool, you can go to doubledecker.life and download the five steps to simply whole forgiveness and the cost of the tool is free free 99 free 99 and the method maybe takes a little more takes some energy but it the tool is free yeah so we're honored to be your advocates on the journey of real estate and 
life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward.